0: Welcome to Sober.Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober.Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober.CoffeePodcast and on Twitter at SoberCoffeePod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Yeah.
1: Oh, if we could just be videoed. Glenn's got a donut. He's got coffee. He's got spillage. He's got. <laughs> you know
2: what? Uh, I'm not sure. I if There's know. a week that goes by that we don't spill something.
1: I know. Last week, you I, wore a Oh, last it was week. terrible. I put the whole thing, and I wasn't even. It wasn't even the heat and the mess that got me. It was the loss of the caffeine that yeah. really got me. So, hey. Good morning it's like spilling a drink uh yeah <laughs> so one time i'm going out to uh, uh pittsburgh pennsylvania and i'm cruising along and i got my i got my cruise control on it's like middle of the night i got a cold one i got my, the steering wheel in my left hand a cold one in my right hand and i hit black ice Right, and I spin, and I spin like Annie M, you know, Annie M, Annie M, I'm spinning around like I'm in a tornado, and I'm in the middle, The I went down into the ravine, and, and there's snow coming all around, and I come to a screeching stop, and I look down, and I didn't spill any of my drink, yeah, I'm like, awesome. that's a
2: gift right Cocktail there, or,
1: or, oh, hello, yeah. so, this wasn't last week though, by the way, no, just you, all, all transparency,
2: you talk about pittsburgh there was a time i left my parents house in philly and i was driving back to chicago <laughs> oh no i stopped in state college and i bought a bottle okay i drove from state college to chicago in a blackout like i have zero memory how many I, miles is that roughly a thousand okay isn't i mean that nice? i mean total blackout uh, i mean that's scary
1: oh my god yeah just scary 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 but we're not that person anymore no. not so hey people.
2: can, can you yeah. do some housekeeping yeah, okay. okay, a little bit of housekeeping. So we have a, this website. Um, first of all, if you want to reach us, it's podcast at sober.coffee. Right, email. Yeah, it's not .com. We right, always right, say right. that, but um, it's sober uh, podcast at sober.coffee. Right. And then secondly, our, our website is sober.coffee. It's right. got all the episodes. It's got About Us. It's got Resource Room, resource room which good. is packed. Yeah. But there's a special part of that that I think is priceless, and the section is called Writings. And, you know, that's a, a, a fancier, sexier way of, of, of saying blogs. Blogs right? are it's such <clears throat> a bad word. Blogs are so 70s, blog. right? Yeah, right. Um, we do writings. So we do writings. <laughs> and, but but but, folks, I'm telling you, I mean, some people like to listen. Some people like to watch. Some people like to read. Um, I mean, it's probably the the, the most heartfelt, content-driven, um, alcoholic-loving set of writings and I don't know how many we have now. Probably 80. 100. Or, yeah, there's over, we, there, well, probably there's one to every episode. So. Okay, so that's a 100 plus. Yeah. plus. No, I know you're working on it. I, I, I didn't right. realize that you uh, caught up. So, sorry for that. But, man, I'm, I'm telling you what the writings. I mean, at some point in this world, that's going to be a published uh, document a somewhere. A
1: coffee, coffee table book.
2: <laughs> well, I think it, it's. I think will be book. replaced
1: by AI, but let's let's just not go there. AI is going to replace everything.
2: So. Well, I'm telling you, they, they're so good. I actually asked you if uh, ChatGPT uh, was I know Chat G. Yeah, right. Like, no, right. But, uh, thank are you we for really real that. or are we AI? Uh, we're I'm I'm AI, but <laughs> yes. no, no. I'm I, I'm telling you. I mean, that is such a collection of just. Great sober writings.
1: You know, so thank you and for doing so, that. Thank you, thank you. There's so many good resources out there. You don't know, the internet. You can say all the bad stuff about it, but you know, from a sober perspective, there is so much good content out on the internet right now. And you know, I find myself wasting time on the internet. I'm just admitting that. But if you're going to waste Research. time on the internet, go to go to real go listen to some mm-hmm. of these great podcasts that are out there go read some of these great blogs that are out there i mean there's just good stuff for sobriety so awesome. but it doesn't replace being in a coffee shop and today we got table for three today i, love table I know for three. right hey juliana how hey, you juliana, doing welcome. good
3: morning i'm doing well thank good. you for we asking. are so excited
1: to have you on so Jul- glenn juliana um you Know we do Sunday mornings together, we do a couple mornings a mm-hmm. week that we, we share meetings. Um, when I get there, when I get out of bed and I'm not writing a blog, um, and and uh, I was telling her before we went live, she's like, Oh, it's so fun to be in the coffee shop, and, and which is you know really a studio, but whatever. Um, and and I said, But you know, you have such a message of hope, mm-hmm. and and I hope that that translates to the listeners today because, um, This program, and it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple on Alan on AA and uh, Bruce and Karen. They were great. Go back and listen to it. But, um, you know, the thing is, is that this program of which we speak costs nothing. I mean, it blows my intellectual brain away that this answer, this solution is out there. And all they ask, they pass a basket and ask for a buck or two. We'll even
2: pay your dollar.
1: And we'll even pay your dollar, right. And it's incredible; it, it's just there for the for the taking. So
3: yeah, really, it, uh, that's one of the things that um, yeah. I'll share. I, I didn't want to have anything to do with AA. Yeah, want, right. When I uh. when I chose my rehab to go into um, a couple years ago, I said I want I don't want it to be AA based, and they said, "Oh no, it's right. it's not AA based. It was AA based."
1: <clears throat> oh, they lied on the, the brochure. Yeah, yeah, lied on the um, brochure.
3: I said I wanted it to be all women, and it was not all women. Okay, you know, but um, it it was my saving grace, and I still wasn't. You know, when I was there, I said to myself, "Well, you're here, right? So just embrace it."
1: Right. So let me let's back up once one step on the board. Why did you? Why were you anti AA?
3: I didn't want to be I, in a room with a bunch of crusty old men.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I, and, and look at like you now. And look at where am <laughs> look I am. Look at you at? now. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's in a room with two crocs. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's interesting because I had a bad, AA had a bad stigma in my mind too. So that's why I really uh, popped up when you said that because I'm like, yeah, I felt the same way. I don't, I didn't want F- to. I, didn't a, do I don't a smoke. A yeah right
3: yeah I didn't want to define myself as an alcoholic i I, I had a really a big problem with saying my name's Juliana I'm an alcoholic in the beginning because I thought to myself why do I have to label myself right I don't say I'm Juliana I'm a mother i'm a oh. I'm a sister i i'm a i'm a Uh, grandmother i don't label myself that way so why do i have to say it and i was on the sober curious journey for 10 years wow so talk about podcasts i've listened to sober podcasts since i was 50 i'm 63 years old and so i
2: they had podcasts 13 years ago they did they did did. like eight of them were were they (laughs) on cassette tapes back then or what they
3: weren't they didn't have any coffee though so that's why you guys are different That's right. Yeah, I've listened to you guys, so I really loved your podcast. I told you that when I had, uh, because you guys are uh, just so real, and that's, you know, there are tons of podcasts out there. There's some that are good, and there's some that aren't real, you know, and so the reality is, um, you know, I was listening to people's stories over and over and over again. Um, Annie Grace's book uh, This Naked Mind Started my journey Mm -hmm. And actually I want to do A little shout out To my my son today Who is 35 And sober Four years Oh fantastic And so His birthday today That's awesome
1: That like I mean What a What a tough age Mm
3: -hmm.
1: To choose sobriety Yeah Because The The the, the entire environment Is wrapped around Alcohol Is part of everything Baby showers ballparks, ball games, birthdays, everything.
3: Going over to mom's house. Going over to
1: mom's house. Everything's, yeah. I mean, everything's got liquor. Everything's got liquor. Yeah. Wow.
3: Um I married to an alcoholic for 39 years uh-huh. and um I you know, I knew he was an alcoholic when I married him and um my first part of, you know, I would kind of think of my life as like three there was three there's three different phases of my life. I'm in the third phase now and hopefully a I hope there's going to be face. four phases. I, well, Is there more than three? Yeah, but the fourth phase, you don't want to. It's going to get bad. I'm going to be saggy, and there's oh going no, things. that's there's going to not going to happen. Hair like your That's not going to happen. No, it's not going to be good. Um, <laughs> but the first Mikey's part, in that phase. you know, of my my life, I was a, uh, a mom, and I was so filled with joy and love, and I was a, uh, raised other people's kids. I was a nanny. I was a preschool teacher. I was just so into mothering. And um, my whole thing was protecting them from my husband's drinking. Right. You know, fix, managing control and the stress and the pressure that I actually thought I caught alcoholism from him because I thought, how did I turn Uh, into being an alcoholic? I wouldn't even let my kids grab a beer for their dad and and bring it to him from the fridge. He knew that that was never going to be a thing. Illegal. Illegal. And so how did I become an alcoholic? Yeah. But in the program, I've learned that, you know, prior to uh, me becoming a mom, I was a heavy drinker. Yeah. You know, I did drink unusually. Bingy. You know, no, I, you know, I wanted the buzz. I wanted no, that. I sure. And then when my kids got a little bit older, my husband, and I had a lot of resentment towards my husband for many things. Mm. Um, if you meet him, you'll resent him for something. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> You know, so, you know, yeah, there's just,
1: oh, you know, I, uh, wait, I, my wife is going to use that line. Yeah. I am absolutely positive she's going to yeah. use that line. That is a great line. And
3: usually just walk into a room and say, I apologize now for yeah, anything right, he's going to say to offend right. you. So, and he's a great guy. He yeah. really is. Or I wouldn't be with him all this time. Yeah. But, you know, I had a lot of resentment because sure. of things that uh, happened in our, in our marriage and things, you know, he's a little bit, he can be verbally abusive right, and, right. and uh, it was rough. It was right, rough. and sure. I, um, you know, was preschool teacher. Was happy, um, and he was like, "You're not making enough money. You gotta, you gotta do something else." And so, you know, I became a a waitress on a casino boat. Mm -hmm. One thing about me is I am very much a, um, a victim of my 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 surroundings, or or I just kind of absorb my surroundings. You
1: change your colors. I do. I'm a chameleon. chameleon. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, And so. You know, I am. Uh, you know, w- first of all, when I first started working on the boat, I hated it. I was making seven hundred dollars a week cash, plus getting money and the right. check, plus four hundred one k, plus insurance. It was like unbelievable. Life, right? and that was when casinos were You're casinos sharp. thriving. Yeah, yeah, and and um, but I hated how I was making the money. Yeah. and so I told him that, and he said, "Well, you got to stay. You know, I I can't quit my job. You got to keep your job." So uh-huh. I decided. Um, if I'm gonna stay, but yeah, I'm I'm, out I'm there. all in. So I was like, you know, and here's the thing for me. And I wanted to just read something that I found the other day because um, I feel like when I drank, um, it really changed who I was. You know, in in a oh, in a, in a bad way, of sure, course. You absolutely. know, and so I had read um, just something the other day that I want to share is, um, you know, the word alcohol comes from the uh, Arabic alcool. Mm. Which mm. means body eating spirit. Mm. And mm. I really felt like and and this is in retrospect now, and when I look at my drinking, it changed who I was. And this actually kind of is a little bit woo-woo, but it's that when you drink, you're 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 polluting and and um really uh, having so much toxicity in your body that your soul actually leaves. So the black we were talking before the car- uh, the thing went on and uh, the microphone and and you said that you had a blackout once where you drove mm-hmm. miles and miles and miles. And what they're saying is that when you have a blackout, um, your soul actually leaves your body because it's so toxic. Mm-hmm. And and the, and center of the bad the bad comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt like my 40s were.
1: You were just kind of out of body.
3: I was out of body. I was doing things that I would, I would yeah, never, right. I would never do. Sure. Um, I, 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 immersed myself in gambling. I started right. gambling. I mean, my kids were asleep at night, so I thought, yeah, well, it's right. not going to hurt anybody to right. go out and drink and gamble. Right. They're sure. sleeping, right? You
1: right. know, you've um, done your part. Yeah, I yeah. didn't
3: didn't start out that way. Yeah. This is such a progressive uh, disease,
1: right? Mm-hmm. And then
3: when I became fifty, I said, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I was sick. I was tired all the time, and I started to. Uh, go the Sober Curious. And there's right. so much out there that's good. Well,
1: you were Sober Curious before that was a coin phrase. Right,
3: right. right. And, and, you know, I started to listen to podcasts. And I even spent $1,000 on a intensive that Annie Grace mm-hmm. has. Um, and I met a group of people, and it did tend to work a little bit. But nothing could stop my uh, resentment to my husband, my anger, mm-hmm. my wanting to numb out. Because I was mad at myself for the things that I did. It was a hard, hard life. It was just every single day. Sometimes I'd wake up and I'd just have my hands on my face, like, oh my God, how did I get home last night? Or Yeah, I turned wow. somebody in for drinking and driving in my yeah. in my day when I was on my little pedestal, you know, never drinking. Yeah, drank. I'm still mad at you about that. Thank you well, <laughs> you know what? You gotta watch what you're doing out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and then here I became yeah, this no, person. I hear you. And now I'm so grateful. I'm so happy, I'm so blessed. I walked in you know after the rehab, which I hated by the way, which was everything that I needed and everything that I hated because I was humiliated by you know having to be there. And you know one thing that I learned in this um, in one podcast uh, recovery elevator, which is another mm-hmm. really good group. Heard of it. yeah yep. and I've joined yep. them, their mm-hmm. group online for years. I did that and nothing worked but this, what this AA worked for me. But um, when I when I went into um, uh, I don't forgot my train of thought. But you know when oh when I went into my first AA meeting, you know uh, it was a bunch of men and a couple right. women, and I walked in those doors, and I've I've never felt more comfortable in a room. I mean more comfortable than I would be in a bar. And I could right. have I all went into a bar all the time, sat there by myself, sure. and I was Chatty Kathy, right. right. you know. Um, knew the bartender could have a conversation, no problem. But I never felt the comfort I felt when I walked into AA because they understood my pain. Right. And I had pain and I still do have pain, Right. you know, um, but I'm so much better now. There, there's nothing in my life that I cannot face with better with a drink. Right. I still live with a daily alcoholic. And so I want people to know, and that's one thing I really yeah. want people to know is that it can be done.
0: Right.
3: You know, I used him as an excuse uh, for drinking.
0: Right.
3: Then I used him as an excuse because I couldn't possibly become sober and stay married right sure how could i do that and even my kids were a little bit like when they hurt i i burned that's what i was going to say recovery elevator they say burn the ships when you when you decide you want to get sober you tell everybody so that's the first thing i did is i called my kids i i said mom's gonna put herself in rehab and you know they were worried. But well, you're just going to come home to dad. Mm. All right. You know, sure. Sure. How are you going to do this? You're going to waste a month of your time, and you're coming home to the same scenario. And even at rehab, they were like, "You don't want to change go your home. surroundings." Yeah. Change your surroundings. And and I want people to know that that's that's not an excuse to make the change, and that it can be done. Good for at you. least yeah. I can't say five years from now or tomorrow. Yeah. Sure. No. I can only say for today. For today. It's that work. I can do That's this. Right. Yeah, I can do this with a daily drinker, and you know, a relationship is tough. It's not easy. Things have changed, you know? Um, but
1: you know. But you know, things, and you're right, change. I think I've changed so much in the past four and a half years, and I don't know that, I don't know that we're connected at the same level. It's change. I mean, we're all going to morph. We're and and you're, I've seen you grow, and you're growing. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in I'm your trying own- to lose weight. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on you're, a diet. You're growing, and you're you know you're out there making yourself better and doing all the right things, and that's going to cause separate. That's going to it changes his his hard, yeah. As you said, yeah, changes hard. But let me ask you this: go go back to um, uh, go back to I didn't like AA, Mm-mm. right? Nor did I. I didn't want the stigma of being involved with AA. Um, what, what what was your flip point that said, okay, AA's working? I mean, I doubt it happened in the first meeting. There wasn't this great grand epiphany, but at what point did you say,
3: aha? You know what? It's a, it's a good story, actually. Um, in rehab, they had people come in every day for an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. And so, on the second meeting, this guy came in, and he's smoking a cigar, and we're sitting outside, and I don't like cigar smoke, and I was like this, and he said, you don't like my cigar? And I said, no, not really. And he's the, the facilitator. Okay. So, we go around, we read from the big book, and um, he says, anybody got anything to share? And uh, we're all just sitting there, you know, we're all... Rec- you know, in this uh, yeah second third day or sure you're that. you're
1: like totally devastated. So this girl's brown. crying. Over,
3: yeah, this girl's crying over there, and he goes, "What about you? You got something to share?" And she says, "Well, I'm angry that my mother died of cancer." And she's he said, "Are you angry at the cancer? Are you angry at your mother?" And and she says, "I'm angry at the cancer." And he said, "Well, that's not why you're crying. What else you got?" No, he said, "That's not why you drink. What else you got?" So since she proceeded to say, and I knew this story because she was my roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, That her son had died and drowned in the bathtub at age 12. He was um, supposed to be taking his medicines. Maybe he took two. I don't know. Nobody really knows why he died. And he said, well, that's not why you're an alcoholic either. And I just lost it.
1: I'm going to slap him. And
3: I said, excuse me, sir. Can I ask you a question? He said, yes. And I said, how do you know why she drinks? You don't know anything about her. And I used the F-bomb. And there was a a bit of screaming. And I was kicked out of that AA meeting. So I thought... And I went inside the the center, and I'm I'm flipping out. And a couple girls come out of the meeting and said, "What? Well, I missed one meeting. What happened? You yeah, know? right. What's right. going on? What's all you the destroyed excitement about?
1: Fifty years of an organization right, with right. one clean swoop."
3: And I. Went to the director, you know, of course, I wanted out. This was my excuse to get out of there. This guy treated me badly. And they told
1: you the doors aren't locked. You can go anytime you want. No, they're locked. But if you go,
3: you don't go with your money or your key or anything. You're out there on the street Uh. without your phone. Um, So what happened was uh, this man was told never to come back, by the way. But um, the next night uh, was a young man speaking who was my uh, counselor there. Mm -hmm. And he asked me to come. And when I sat and heard his story, he, first of all he looked like my son Justin, who again mm. is four years sober. Mm. And Justin's became sober before me. Mm-hmm. And um he um I, I my heart my heart just broke you, hearing you his connection. story. I made a connection with him oh. and and I didn't want that one man to ruin my experience with AA. And so I kept going and I Good just, for you. just kept listening.
2: Good for you. Yeah. But how many times yeah. does that one person oh right ruin it right? right and i'm telling you you know one situation don't don't brush the aa program based on one meeting yeah you know yeah or one person
1: <laughs> i had a uh i had a guy or in one of the earlier meetings i came in and i i i i smile because mm-hmm. i'm happy i've got a lot to be smiling about right and um so i'm kind of bouncing in the room and you know and i'm early in my sobriety and and the guy comes up to me and goes hey you and I go, yeah. And he goes, don't get cured by Thursday.
3: I go, okay, I won't.
1: You know, So I go home. I call my sponsor. I go, not sure what that means, but I, I have a feeling like he was saying something negative. Was he being complimentary or derogatory? He goes, no, he was not being complimentary. He's saying you're in over your skis. You ain't going to make it. So if you don't think I look for that guy, like when we go to meet, I'm like, come on, be in this room. Because yeah. here I am. Here look I at am. me. Look at me now. Yeah, yeah, that's I think, great. I that's, think the
3: message I want to give people, and I'm very open about my sobriety. I'm on. I put it on yeah, Facebook. Right. Um, I'm. I want women and and men to have what you have. To have what what I have, and and I wanted to um, just share one more thing that um, you know that I found that really speaks to me about my recovery mm-hmm. and i wear this little bracelet's got a little piece of gold on it um in the ancient japanese there uh, they have a um a method of restoring broken ceramics and it's mm-hmm. called uh kin- kintsugi mm-hmm. and um so what they do is they fix these uh ceramics coffee cups things like that and they highlight the cracks with streams of golden lacquer and the once it's repaired, it really the piece is shown as a unique piece of, of beauty and. Um,
1: so a damaged piece of china mm-hmm. now becomes even becomes a piece of beauty, and probably more valuable because it's laced with gold.
3: Right. So in my story, you know there are cracks, there are, um, there are things I am repairing, and I'm repairing them with, with beauty. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's my message is that life can be so much, so much more beautiful right. without drinking.
2: I absolutely love that. In fact, <clears throat> you, Mikey, you you were looking at me. Um, so that was my wedding gift to my wife. Is one of those beautiful bowls, mm. and it is an absolute work of art. But symbolizing, you know, her life and my life, and and just how we put it together. With love and and with sobriety and and you know positive love and partnerships and support and service, you know instead of all the selfishness that I that fueled relationships in my past. So she has it sitting on her bookshelves. I mean, it is I, I almost have a tear in my eye because that is so true. Mm-hmm. And in AA, you know, AA is part of that gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, absolutely. The
2: AA way of living.
3: It's the paintbrush for me. Yep, mm-hmm. I love
2: it. I love it. What uh, do you work
1: with newcomers?
3: No, I don't. I I do go to Joliet, uh, um, yeah. um, the uh, a- adult detention center here, wow. and I do um, meetings there. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and I try to get out of my comfort zone by speaking because um, I just um, right now my life is so busy that yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to overwhelm with, right. with a sponsee, but, you know... Um, but sure no, Can someday. I tell
1: you, that service, I mean, you're doing wonderful work inside the jails. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just... i Just a quick side, I, I, I was sitting on the deck the other night, and I caught one article headline about somebody who got convicted of their 6 DUI and was going away because of vehicular homicide. You know, and we don't talk about that in the rooms of AA. You would think that you'd talk about it more. I mean... But it happens, and then, then I ended up in the rabbit hole of DUI deaths and how it devastated and how alcohol devastates and puts people behind bars and puts people six feet under. It's just crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah. it could have been me. And, could have been me. Um, yep, you know, me. Could have been you. Interesting thing about if you do go volunteer yeah, at the prisons, right. which uh, there's no exit door, so be careful where you're going because you don't know how to get out once you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> So so, but careful. you made
1: it you obviously made it out
3: yes i make it out but i can't thank
1: it, you enough it, it's much easier to
2: come to a studio <laughs>
1: yeah right <laughs>
2: and serve that way yeah. yeah i can't thank you enough for being yeah, yeah. Thank, you for being so, Leanna, thank you so you. much really for coming in thank i think great you, to share some I time delivered
1: with a really strong message of hope and i hope I, so. read, I just hear it in your voice you know you're just living a better I way now mm-hmm. yeah. you went so. from sober curious to sober sobriety senior you're a senior you're a rusty old gal shit
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Thanks much, man.
2: All right. See you, brother. Right. Thanks, right. thanks, Juliana.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast sober.coffee If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800 839 1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800 273 8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.